I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Sarah where she's going to share with us how to purchase a property abroad. Hi Sarah, how are you? Hi Debbie, I'm doing well, how are you? I'm wonderful, thank you so much for being here and I'm really excited to talk about the topic you're going to share with us today. But before we do that, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Absolutely. I did a solo traveling for about 11 months. And before that, I went to UCSB and I got my degree in business economics and accounting. And I definitely saw myself, you know, be getting that CPA license and being the partner in the firm. And I got that job at the firm and I had that micromanaging boss and I ended up quitting my job, starting to travel. I did a solo travel trip and it ended up being 11 months. Um, I got back and I started working for another company, which, you know, it was a nine to five job. I saw the potential of it being working remotely. So as I was there, I was I would take off like a third, like a Friday and a Monday and I would tell him, okay, I'm going to work on Friday and Monday, but I'm not going to be in the office. So I kind of started to train my boss that I could do this remotely until it came to the point where I, I asked him if I could just work remotely. And he said, okay, I'll let you do that for about a year. And I said, uh, no, I want to do, like, I just want to be able to work remotely. And so he agreed and that is kind of when our traveling, we, we lived in Bali, we lived in New Zealand, we lived in a van, we did all this, all these fun things. And then the pandemic hit and we had to come back and come back to California. And that is where we fell pregnant and we're starting our family. And so during that time, I was on maternity leave and we ended up traveling over to Europe to meet my boyfriend's family at the time, tell them about the pregnancy. And there weren't many places open for Americans to travel. So we ended up going to Croatia. I had been here in the past, but my partner had never been there. And within eight days of being here, we had an offer in on our first property. Wow. <laughs> which is so spontaneous and crazy even for me. But, um, it, it ended up being one of the best decisions and exactly the reason why I'm here today to be able to share with you how to do that. And from there, I, you know, I went on maternity leave and I didn't really share our purchase with even my family. I didn't tell them for a long time. I didn't tell many friends. Uh, it was such a risk. It's so, I don't know, quote unquote crazy at the time that I was just a little bit like standoffish, just wanted to see what kind of happened. But as, as the pandemic went and as we were renting it, 
really successfully. Uh, I started to share that more with my friends on Instagram and I started to see a huge influx of interest. And that was when I thought, okay, there's so much potential here. People want to do this. Like how many times have you gone on vacation and stayed in an Airbnb and thought, oh my gosh, this is so cute. I wish I could own this and rent this out. And you're wondering how much money are they actually spending per month on this? And it's not a lot if they actually own it, but they are charging quite a bit if you've been on Airbnb lately. So uh, that's kind of where I thought, mm, how do I get into this business of helping other people? I I had my real estate license in California and I hadn't quite, I started working with Keller Williams as my broker, but I hadn't quite gotten gotten in. It's very difficult. Everyone in California knows a realtor who can sell them a property. It's it's just so hard to to get in. They say, you know, just be patient. You'll get your first listing. Just to stick with it. And I didn't I was sticking with it, but I didn't love that. Like that just didn't like turn my wheels as much as helping someone buy a new property and a new lifestyle abroad. So that's kind of where this all stemmed from was just our personal purchase and our experience and just knowing how much it has enriched our lives already. And we've only been owners for three years now. Well, that's amazing because I think a lot of people, especially now with a lot more um, companies allowing you to work remotely and you can negotiate that you can really go anywhere in the world as long as you have a good Wi-Fi and exactly. um, you're you're able to go there, you know? So it's a really incredible thing where we have this freedom now to be able to live in different places. It just doesn't have to be in the United States or in certain parts of the world. Now you have the whole, whole world really as a potential residence for you or even um, a place for you to to have a home for a few months and then you move on to to somewhere else, which is pretty incredible. Now, I know, Sarah, that you said you and your husband put in your offer eight days uh, just from arriving in in the in Croatia. How did that all happen? Because for for the most part, um, you know, you have some hesitancy, you know, even when you're buying a property in the United States, there's just like a lot of back and forth. Is it a lot different in Europe than it is in the United States? Like, what's the big difference in terms of like real estate over there? I would say at the time when we were looking for a property, because we also looked in California at the time, it was so, it, it's been difficult for especially new homeowners to get into the market. Everyone was coming in with cash and it was just so difficult. I know for us and for a lot of people who were trying to buy property, even if you had a property and you were thinking of selling it, you almost couldn't sell it because there wasn't a way to buy the next one. You were going to be like homeless or something in the meantime, because there it was just so hard to get a property at the time. We basically took a down payment that we would have used on a property in California and we just purchased a full apartment and it has a sea view and it is in a beautiful area and it's like flourishing with tourists more and more every year. I mean, Croatia is just joined the Schengen area. They just switched from the kuna to the dollar. So their economy is is growing quite strong right now. And just like how it was in California in 2020, 2021, 
how everything just skyrocketed in prices. That's kind of what's going on here. So we got in kind of right before that's going on. And I would say things are still very, very affordable for someone who has the money to be able to buy a property anywhere. But it's, it's definitely, it's definitely fun to be involved in this, in this time right now. And now for people who are purchasing, purchasing this and you're not a citizen of the, you know, of Europe, like you're an American, for example, how is that like, how is that investment like for you? Do you have to pay in cash? Because I'm thinking like, it's not like in the United States where you can go to a bank and be like, Hey, I have this credit history. Can I purchase this house? Or is that something similar? It's difficult. There's like, I know of one bank in Croatia that, that helps foreigners, Americans purchase property on loans, but you still have to put 40% down for apartments and 50% down for a villa or a a standalone house. So you still have to put quite a lot down. But I would recommend like the cash is the way to go if you do have it. I know that not a lot of people do, but that is, that's just the way to get like the most bang for your buck. And there's something about interest loans and paying just like almost double for property that I, it just, it irks me a little bit. I just can't. (laughs) So for in terms of that, like how much do you need to get started when you want to invest in a property in abroad, like specifically in Europe or the places that you, you know, like in Croatia, for example, or Italy or Spain? Oh, gosh, it can range. I mean, I've found little places like a little studio type place in Italy that can overlook a lake, but it's a kind of a random lake and it's in a random area, but it's like $15,000. Oh, wow. You know, so, but most, that's not going to be very common there. It's more like between the one and 300,000 range is where you can get a nice one or two bedroom apartment in higher cities like Lisbon or London or, you know, France, Paris, you know, just like bigger cities are going to be more expensive, obviously, but I don't think that those are necessarily the ones that you want or need to invest in unless those are just like what you're completely set on because these other countries, every country has their main capital city. And then they have like second capital cities, which I would almost recommend going towards, towards those because they're still quite afford, quite affordable and they get a lot of foot traffic from tourists. Yeah, absolutely. Cause also like you don't want to go from one expensive area to go to another expensive area. <laughs> yeah. And you know, not the point, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, unless of course you can afford it and you have like all this money, but it just doesn't make sense when, when you think about it that way. Now, like one of the things I'm sure people are curious about is how do you actually take care of this place when you leave or if you want to Airbnb or rent it out or maybe just get, you know, people to stay there? How do you do that when you're not there? Really good question. And this is another reason why I would recommend buying in a place that, I mean, you got to trust like the country, which is a weird thing to say, but Croatia is such a safe safe and clean country. If you come here, it is just, it's gorgeous. Like the people, I just believe their morals are right there. Um, we have found our own, like our own cleaning team and we have, have, um, handymen that we know that we can call. So you have to have a good solid team of people that you can call that will respond. They can't just like not reply for two days. You know, they have to be ready to kind of like go to your apartment and help if something goes wrong. So 
I, the way I found mine is on Facebook. I went to an expat Facebook group and we purchased our property before I even had any of this sorted out. But like I said, I'm just someone who gets stuff done and I just know that I'll be able to find like anything, anyone for anything. So I went on Facebook and I did like a general post like, Hey, is there someone who can help clean after, you know, guests come yada, yada. And we ended up meeting this woman who she completely changed like our life. Like there's no way we would be able to do this without her. And I know there's many more people in the world like her that would be willing to do this. Um, we, we pay her well, like well in terms of what they get paid here. Like when she said what her rates were, she gave us a range and we gave her the higher of the range to kind of promote, like, we want to take care of you. We want you to take care of us basically. Yeah, absolutely. And those types of people are like, they're harder to find. So when you do find them, you have to definitely take care of them. Yeah. So we were actually planning to buy in a couple of, like maybe another country or two. We had a budget to be able to do like maybe two more apartments, maybe only one, depending on the price and the location. But we just had such a positive experience here in Croatia that we thought, okay, let's just like add to that because that's doing pretty well. And we already have everything set up. So let's just not like mess up a good thing. And we'll just like kind of stick up to this for a minute and see what is going on here. That's when we made our our second and third purchase. Um, So we own three apartments in Croatia and we bought the second and third one over the phone. Like we weren't even here. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Another question that I had is why did you guys decide to do apartment instead of like a standalone home? Is there like benefits or advantages and disadvantages to, to purchasing either one or or? No, I don't think so. Like we are here in split because it will split. I would say I would give it like kind of like a San Francisco esque feel. Like there's, it's only so big. So they kind of have like a lot of apartments. And if you want to buy a villa, it's going to be like on the outskirts. And we just, I personally just always believe in location, location, location. If I'm ever going to stay in an Airbnb, I want to stay near the city or within a 20 minute walk. I want to be able to be in the town. So buying like outside of the town wasn't even really like on my radar. I just wanted to be able to like be able to walk. And the apartment that I'm in now, if we walk downstairs, we're literally right on the main drag. Of, it's called, it's called the Riva. It's sort of like right on it. So it's an incredible location. And, and they're a little bit cheaper, to be honest, you know, you get the villa out in the countryside and it's a little bit more expensive. So this was just perfect for our budget. Yeah, absolutely. And you definitely get more guests over there because like you had mentioned, there's more things to do. So obviously I I was going to ask you that, like, are there like seasonal, like when does it go up where you have a lot of uh, people staying? And then is there like a season where it's, you know, bare where there's not a lot or it's kind of steady? There there is the high season and the shoulder season and the low season. So the high seasons are between June, July and August and September and October are the shoulder seasons, but in my opinion, those are the best times to be here. And now that I'm here in March, I have a feeling April is going to be very beautiful here too. And May I know is going to be good, but while, you know, Croatia is growing there, they've created a digital nomad visa that's allowing more people to come and live. So there's more and more people wanting to live longer term. 
So there's, we've never had a problem renting them out in the lower season. Yeah, you get less money for them, but in my opinion, like I don't even try to get like the top, top dollar. I'm, I just want to have it rented out, you know, and I just, and I also am very, very, mm, like, I don't want to, I don't know the word for it. Like I'm nice to people because I'm also a traveler. So I know what it's like to want like the discount. Yeah. It's like, I totally understand. And I, I'm hoping that's given me some good karma in the future, but who knows? (laughs) But yeah, we definitely like give people some discounts every once in a while. And cause you know, it's better at being rented than not rented. Yeah. Well, that's awesome though, because at least like, you know, travelers can actually afford it because you had mentioned things are getting so high now with with Airbnb. And sometimes I I look at Airbnb and I'm like, why don't I just stay in a hotel and I don't have to clean up after myself if this is how it's going to be? Like, it's crazy now. It's like the same price as a hotel. I know. It's like you have to clean up for yourself and you're still paying a cleaning fee. Yeah, (laughs) that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for talking with us. Um, I really appreciate this. And also last question, like if people want to look at houses, you know how in the United States to have like Zillow and Trulia, is there something similar to that in Europe? Unfortunately, there's not. Um, you kind of just, every broker seems to have their own listings. Um, so it is difficult. It's not the easiest to search for the properties, but um, you can still do it. You can search, you know, you can Google buy property in Croatia and then you'll see a bunch of listing things come up and you can kind of click around from there. But no, it's not as simple as just like always checking Zillow or having a, a <laughs> like an alert come up when something yeah. pops up, you know. So it is a little bit more involved, but that's, it is just what it is. It's kind of part of it. Love that. Well, and also if, you know, Sarah could help you with that and um, seeing what's available out there. So can you tell us um, where they can find you if they're interested in doing this? Absolutely. Um, you can find me at brezaconsulting.com. That is my website and you can fill out a little inquiry form and I'll get right back to you. And we can basically just go over and see how I can help you. I'm, I help people go through the plan of where they want to purchase, what they want, short-term, long-term goals. And, and then from there, you know, I help you look for the property. I send you listings every week. And once you finally find a property that you like, I'm then turning you over to my, my, Uh, brokers and agents and my lawyers that I fully trust and recommend. And then from there, after the whole, you know, sale goes through, you can, we wrap back around and then I coach you on how to either manage this on your own uh, from anywhere in the world, like I've been doing, or I can set you up with a property management company if you just want to never think about it and just collect your money. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. We really appreciate you and for sharing with us these opportunities. Absolutely. It was really fun to talk about it. So thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Sarah. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she's been able to create income from anywhere in the world as an international real estate investor. 
Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreateapodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing, to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreateapodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.